Hello and welcome to another episode of the Broadband Bunch. I'm Joe Coldabella and we are at the SCTE Cable Tech Expo in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Joining me today are Dr. Jamie Wagner with, from the University of Kansas Cancer Center. Hi, hi Jamie. Hello. And um, John Black, the co-founder and chief commercial officer for MetaView. Good afternoon. I just want to welcome you guys to the, to the Broadband Bunch. Thank you so much. We're Thank excited you. to be here. Yeah, I'm really excited to um, to share some some pretty big news um, about why you guys are in um, Philadelphia at the uh, the expo. Um, before we do that, I would love it if we could sort of just um, um, get a thirty thousand sort of overview of each of your guys' career and and um, just a you know quick little background. Um, I am a breast surgical oncologist, so I specialize in all breast cancer surgical treatment. Um, I currently serve as the division chief of breast surgical oncology for the Department of Surgery. So, okay, and then John, I am the chief commercial officer at MediView XR. So my background is in physiology, but ended in moving from Allied Health field into the medical device industry, where I've worked the last fifteen years. Okay, I'm also the co-founder of MediView. Okay, awesome. So um, obviously you're based in Ohio, John, and then uh, Dr. Wagner, you're in um, Kansas City. That's right. Um, so how is it that you guys were able to, to come together? Um, I think it was um, what I refer to as God slaps because I don't often listen well when God gives me little God winks of this is the direction. Um, I was developing a program based on improving equitable access to care for patients, but really with a focus on making sure that access included quality. Okay. And by a mutual acquaintance, um, we were introduced um, John was in town, um, I guess, demoing um, this new technology, and we were set up for like a 15-minute meeting that I think turned into an hour and a half because after he started demonstrating and telling me about the technology, um, I was so intrigued that I took that back and wanted to integrate it um, really intimately to be an integral part of the program that I was developing. Okay. Well, with MediView, we were in the Kansas City area, um, and that was an area that we chose to launch. Um, we had a pretty compelling value proposition around augmented reality and peer-to-peer -peer collaboration using this technology. And we were kind of a technology looking for a home at that point. And when Jamie walked in and explained to us, she had solved the clinical workflow. She had a big piece, the, the problem the solution, the workflow, and the intimate knowledge of how patients need to flow through a care delivery system. And we had an enabling technology that synced with that idea, and it made for the perfect pairing right out of the gate. So straight kismet, right? Mm -hmm. Where you're like, wow, this is fantastic. <laughs> That's right. And it's great as well because um, now this wasn't planned. So we're here in, in Philadelphia as at the, um, the expo, and they have a, a, a 10G challenge. So... Um, the uh, the coming together of, of the two parties had nothing to do with the challenge itself. That's right. We were really looking to solve the gap in offering quality care in the breast cancer patient population. So the program was being built for that. This just was, I think, a, a fortunate opportunity for us to, I mean, find an avenue to um, maybe start launching the project. Awesome. So... Um, before we sort of dive into the challenge itself, I would love it if we could sort of just touch on the importance of 10G, especially as um, technology um, becomes more um, uh, 
prevalent and becomes more important, especially in terms of areas that uh, might not have the support of, um, say, a major city. So if you could talk about that. Uh, I'll speak of it from the lens of building a medical device. So MediView builds MediView or uh, medical technologies. We build devices that have to move through the Food and Drug Administration process. And as you build these technologies, the FDA wants to be able to be sure that the companies are demonstrating that the product is safe and has efficacy. So when we start to talk about things like end-to-end latency, it's very, very important that if you're going to involve patients that you have mitigated every possible risk. One of those risks with delivering this kind of peer-to-peer collaboration where you're using these digital tools to manipulate decision-making there is a a very strong argument on why these high-speed networks are required to be safe for the patient. And so it's interesting working in augmented reality that we're seeing the maturity of augmented reality parallel the maturity of these 10G networks. And that's going to compound the value of both of these technologies. Oh, that's great. And and to that point, Jamie, as well, is that um, it also gives you an opportunity to sort of expand your opportunity to work with with folks that don't normally have access to um, your your expertise and um, that of the, the the bigger universities in the larger cities. Um, I was wondering if you could sort of um, give us the inspiration um, of your project. What was sort of like the the um, the flint that started the fire? Well, we know that the um majority of breast cancers are in women. One in eight women get breast cancer. It's 13% lifetime risk. Wow. Yeah. Very, very high. And um, it impacts the entire family though, right? Because everybody has a mom, a sister, um, some type of a significant other. And it really impacts that entire family unit. The other thing that we know though, is that 43% of patients with breast cancer that get a second opinion at an NCI designated cancer center can have a change in their diagnosis or treatment plan. But every person, every woman with breast cancer deserves that opportunity to get the right cancer treatment the first time. And trying to figure out a method to give that level of care to patients was really the impetus behind the the thought process of we've got to do something, let's develop a project. Um, we are obviously in the state of Kansas, we are in a very rural part of the country, and we need to recognize that it is challenging for women to get to that level of care. For every 10 miles that a patient has to drive to get to an NCI-designated cancer center, the probability of them receiving their care there decreases by 11%. But it's not just the taxing nature of trying to get to that facility. There's a financial toxicity that goes with it. So for every one hour that they have to drive, and that's about 24% of patients have to drive an hour or longer but for every hour, it increases the cost of the patient by 10%. And cancer treatment's already expensive for them. So it's taking the knowledge of all of that together as to, well, how can we get that level of care to them at a convenient point, right? Which is at their home community hospital. And then the last aspect of it really goes to being able to support the rural communities within our state, but more importantly, across the country, because there have been some, you know, we've turned a lot a lot of the lemons of COVID into lemonade. For example, pushing forward telehealth in two weeks instead of two years. Right. right? Yep. But 
the one unfortunate thing is what it has done to our rural community hospitals. And in our state alone, we are at risk in the next year of losing 48 hospitals. That's dramatic. You know, it's it's funny. Uh, well, not funny at all. But uh, I spoke with uh, Alan Morgan, the CEO of the National Rural uh, Health Association, and, and he was just echoing your sentiments that that unfortunately right now there's definitely a um, a, a critical crisis in the rural communities. And, you know, it's I if I'm if I'm hearing you correctly, the idea is that what you're, you you want to do is you want to supplement the, the doctors or the, the caregivers in that area to give those folks the best possible care. That's right, because we're going to support those communities. So keep at the community level what is right to keep at the community level. Keep patients at at home as often as we can, That's even if critical. the visit needs to be, you know, with that person in the in the more urban area. Um, and then just bring them in when it's absolutely necessary. And there are going to be times that it's absolutely necessary. But um, let's figure out the right throughput for that. And then, John, in terms of the the, um, the equipment as well. So when um, there is a uh, you know someone in in a rural area that that needs to um, get the care, what exactly is the process in terms of them working um, with Dr. Wagner? So. The clinical pathway and the technology pathway come together with an augmented reality headset. Right now, we use the Microsoft HoloLens, and we partner that with already available medical equipment, that being the General Electric ultrasound platform. And so what we can do is bring that equipment to the bedside of the rendering provider, so the person that is face-to-face with the patient in the rural community. And that allows for a bridge for digital tools and connectivity to connect back to the expert physician, the surgical oncologist that can be there in real time to give high level support for diagnosis, treatment plans, and bring that same level of care directly to the bedside, but eliminate all the travel. And so there is a hardware component with augmented reality that unlocks a whole suite of digital tools that we've never had before because the technology wasn't available. And uh, Jamie, to that, the the peer-to-peer uh, collaboration must be wonderful because I'm I'm assuming that someone who's in a rural community may see um, a situation come up once a year where you might see it once a week or even once a day, and so that must give the the patient you know a little more you know uh, confidence in terms of the diagnosis. That's exactly right. So, uh, Dr. Wagner, John, so you guys are here in uh, in Philadelphia. You just um, were at the the um, the Ten G Challenge, which um, had uh, a grand prize winner. Uh, do you know who that happens to be? <laughs> <laughs> Rumor has it it's the All Star sitting here, uh, Dr. Jamie Wagner, and Mediview is happy to be a supporting cast member in her care plan. Yeah. Teamwork makes the dream work. That's what we have to remember in I think what makes the world go round, but in particular in healthcare, and that's what we've done here. No, um, I actually was able to to sit in on the ceremony, and um, you know, I would love to get your your reactions in terms of 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 how did it make you feel when you first found out, and then obviously, you know, the money is great, but there's also a lot of ancillary benefits to um, to to being acknowledged by an industry that really understands what you guys are doing is super critical. Yeah. Um, so I guess the initial feeling is um, a little bit of shock. Okay. <laughs> I think, um, but. Um, very humbled and excited that we have had this honor of being selected. Um, it also 
um, I think gives a lot of um, wind back in our sails because, um, at least for me personally, um, you can come up with some great ideas. And I love coming up with ideas um, and then seeing them through. But on something like this, this is a really big idea. Yes. <laughs> um, and I feel like there was some validation um, that I wasn't so far out in putting this idea concept together. Um, and that's even self-motivating to now go ahead and take it to implementation. It was incredibly humbling knowing that the contest was judged by people who are experts, not only in the delivery of data and connectivity, but also across the industry in healthcare and medical. So when those minds come together and say, this is a great solution, or this has the potential to be something that actually helps patients, it was incredibly humbling. And to, to think back to when we set out to submit this, we really just wanted a platform to talk about and deliver the message that we have. Winning makes this validation just a, an incredible high. You know, we were actually, for the category that we were in, um, even to, to get past that, which is essentially what we had to do to be ultimately the grand prize winners, is um, that was a panel out of Mayo. Right. You yeah. know, one of the most well-respected healthcare systems, um, honestly, in the world, not just in our country. So to have that panel selecting us. Um, and as we heard Michael Powell during that session, um, as the chairman of the board, talk about where we need to be going and, and he sees that vision. Um, it was very inspiring in that moment to know that um, we had been selected for the work that we're doing. And is it sort of exciting as well? Because you know that obviously you're getting this validation, but that this is just the first step and hopefully one of many in terms of that once you deploy it here, uh, other um, hospital organizations around the country and around the world will um, adapt this program, adapt this um, technology. Um, talk about that, if you will. Well, as I guess I like to call it, um, and I've coined it, is that we really in healthcare need to be adopting a complex adaptive coalition. We need to come together identifying how can we give the very best healthcare. Because, I mean, Healthcare is going in a direction where we have to be more financially, I think, responsible and think about how are we spending healthcare dollars. Well, that really comes down to doing the right treatment the first time, lowering complications for patients, um, getting them on the right treatment plans the first time, and coming together as a coalition between those high level. In, in this particular area, cancer delivery systems in this country, I think that we could radically change. And it's what I refer to as we need a cancer healthcare revolution. And that's what I think that um, the 10G really would be just the beginning of what the future could hold for us. Um, and then that can go global. I think that the sky is the limit if we just want to dream it. And that's, I think, kind of what we've shown here. That's awesome. And then, John, in terms of the technology, um, I know that you have some partners as well. So it must be also gratifying to you as well as you're giving them the, the sort of like the, the, the check or the signal saying, hey, listen, what we're doing, um, folks in the medical field really think that um, we're on the right path. Oh, absolutely. Um, the, the partnerships with the medical imaging community, as well as the, um, the augmented reality technology, it provides validation. Right. It lets them know that they can continue to invest their time and resources in bridging these divides with connectivity, uh, augmented reality and healthcare together. When you put a care plan like Dr. Wagner has developed, you can solve real problems in healthcare. And this 10G 
system unlocks the power of that innovation. It just, I, I can't overstress it enough. It was never possible until these technologies merged at the same time. And then you start to put the care plan into it and it really will revolutionize the way parents, patients experience healthcare, the way they understand their treatment plan. Every aspect will be touched by these emerging technologies. It's going to come down to what, what groups are going to lead it and who's going to change the world. You know, another interesting thing that I think that is underscored is we when we talk about the 10G is everyone talks about, you know, the lower latency, which is incredibly important in healthcare because to have any problems in that communication could be missing something critical. But of equal importance that comes along with this technology is the security. We have to remember that we've got protected information that Absolutely. we're dealing with. And that takes us to a whole nother um, arena of, of um, I think, how we deliver care is the, is the high level of security that is also coupled here. No, that, that's, that's a fantastic point. And, and um, it's one of those things where I, I think that we're all so excited for the technology, but it's one of those things as well is that, you know, there's, there's a person at the end, uh, other end of this and we've got to make sure that they feel comfortable disclosing stuff that's, you know, super personal. That's right. Um, just out of curiosity as well, in terms of have you had a chance to, to speak with um, other um, medical practitioners and sort of gotten their um, sort of feedback or, or are they excited as well in terms of the opportunity for someone in a rural um, hospital or a rural clinic to, to work with the um the project? Well, to be honest, that's really where we're hoping that we're going next um, is to have the support from um, what we're here and, and, and the support of um, of, of this prize that's, that's going to allow us to have that conversation. Um, again, it was an idea. <laughs> and so now, and, and this is, I think, going to validate it, but also give us the financial support to launch that pilot program. That's, that's awesome. Awesome. Um, so as we sort of wind down the conversation, um, one thing that we, we love to do, we love to ask, um, all of our guests on the broadband bunch is our back to the future question. So I'll, I'll pose it to each of you. If I give you, Dr. Wagner, if I give you the, the, the keys to DeLorean and you get to go back in time and you get to whisper something in your ear, um, you know, to make this journey, this, this journey that's just starting a little bit easier, you know, what would you tell yourself? Um, that's a really great question. Um, you know, I'm a big person of faith, but sometimes you doubt um, in that and, um, and not to lose sight of, of the vision and, um, kind of to have no fear and, and to push forward because I think that, um, you know, maybe I could have pushed harder, faster or different, um, in the development of this program and doubted. Um, and I do think that there was some doubts, um, which I had mentioned earlier about, this kind of gave me some validation that my idea is not that crazy. Right. No, it's it's right. It, there's the, the, the devil and the angel, right? And, right. And for whatever reason, that devil, for whatever reason, gets the, the upper hand so often. And it's one of those things where pushing forward is really important because then look at what happened just in terms of just everyone is, is saying like, hey, listen, this is a great idea. We need to um, really examine it and really move forward with it. Uh, John, same question to you. I would go back and remind myself that this is a bigger calling. To have the ability to potentially have a technology that could impact survivorship, 
the end of the day, there's dignity in what we're doing every single day. And there's no reason to settle for people who don't share that exact same vision. I'll call him out because he's he's got a unique story, but one of the people that's been very incremental in why we're here today is Jim Starson. People who get behind the technology, who get behind the clinician and help open doors to allow more minds, more people, more talent that want to fight this war against cancer. And I would remind myself that bring the best along with you. That's awesome. And then I'd love to ask the converse, if I can um, ask you both to look into your crystal balls and look three or five years into the future. You can, um, you know, I'd love to, if you guys could share your thoughts in terms of where you think that the project's going to be going, where uh, AR is going to be going, um, you know, the sky's the limit. Well, from the technology side, I think the augmented reality headsets will get smaller to where they are comfortable to use from any part of the medical care delivery population. And I think that there'll be broad platforms that you can pick up a MediView product and use it in the sonography lab and then transition to the physician assistant who may be doing some kind of a bedside procedure all the way to the most complex surgical cases you can imagine and that you can leverage higher outcomes at every single stage in that so that you're building a enterprise level technology that utilizes the best headsets that are being developed by Magic Leap by Facebook or Meta, by Microsoft, by Apple. You'll have these technologies that are maturing along with the care pathways. And I think it's going to change the way look and feel that healthcare is delivered. Phenomenal. Jamie? Well, I absolutely agree with especially the last point that John just made about how we um, just look at delivery of healthcare. Um, but what I hope to see the future holds is um, as a famous book, um, the world's flat and we need to be offering the level of, um, of cancer care across the globe that we do in this country right now. And sometimes I think we underestimate the quality of care that is available, um, but our access is hard. Um, other parts of the world, it's near impossible. And that's what I really hope that, that all of this can bring is um, making the world a little bit smaller to improve cancer care in the world. Love that message. Um, if folks want to learn more um, about the project, um, where can they go? So the cliche is here, a lot of people will give a website. I will tell people to reach out. We're a small startup company. We've got less than 35 people. We make time for hands-on product demonstration for seriously interested parties. Um, back to the, if I could look back, bring anybody along with you that's willing to come. We will make the time to provide a hands-on demonstration of the technology. You may have to catch us at a trade show or come to Cleveland, Ohio, but reach out via email. Uh, you can always do the traditional means through social media, but come put a headset on, come see the technology, and let your imagination run wild. Awesome. I think it's a, a great place to end it. Dr. Wagner, uh, John, thank you so much for being a part of the Broadband Bunch. Really do appreciate your time. Thank you, Joe. It's been an honor to be here with you. Thank you for having us on. This is amazing. Awesome. Well, that's going to end uh, this episode of the Broadband Bunch. Until next time, we'll see you later. Bye, everybody. Bye.